Howdy, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. And I did my creative writing on Saturday, September 14th, 2019, and I want to read for you my latest poem. Inner Judge, Voice of Varying Choices, Vices, Addictions, Advice, Where's the New Juicy Thoughts? Chop off a chunk of the lot. Let go, create space, new opportunity, here now, always now. Add the vice of advice. Squeeze between lines, unwind time, nose, nose, the yes and no. Scented neuroplasticity, mere neurons cleanse. Affirm what you desire, build bridges, see through walls. Cross the Rubicon. Commit, allow inner guidance. Do the flying dance. Pros and cons, wealth within. Begin again. Beginner's mind. Happenstance romance. Sit with the mystery of silence. Glided, inviting wise mind. In spring, play the case. Inspiration. Radiates grounded topsoil barefoot in the green, standing on neutral land, nature never bland, life filled with ampersand, and, 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 so much abundance, give that a chance, lift up, lift off. So that's my latest poem that I wrote just a couple days ago, and I have more poems on my web page. Um, if you just go to shannonkringa.com and you enter the word Kringspeak, you will find a page with a bunch of my written poems as well as I have a Bandcamp website and a music recorded mp3 page on my site that has a whole bunch of recorded poems. Um, I recently uh, was thinking of the... Let's see, there's one I wrote called Decrease the Corporation, Increase Cooperation. It's all about capitalism and how it invades healthcare in the United States and how unethical it is to have healthcare be part of capitalism because that's a public service. So, Decrease the Corporation, Increase Cooperation by me, Shannon Kringen. Incast the Outcast. <clears throat> outcast the incast. Incast the outcast. Outcast the incast. Decrease the corporation. Increase cooperation. Decrease the corporation. Increase cooperation. Thrive on deadlines. Alive in headlines. Thrive on deadlines. Alive in headlines. Authentic ejaculation of my soul. Molten orange liquid glow. Anger takes its toll. <clears throat> blowing status quo. Fragile sense of self, intangible desire for wealth. Unwrap the mummy running. Clap away the trap. Iconoclast landed here. Dear art and fear. Incast the outcast. Outcast the incast. Blasting puritanical canister, common ground. Astounded in the round. Center well, do tell, out of shell, 
unguarded, no longer a martyr, vexing, letting ampersands free to a degree, free to be you and me, not necessarily joining, making peace with this, making peace with it, uncover what's within, releasing chemical hardwired competition, new kind of nutritional intuition coming to fruition, thrive on deadlines alive in headlines, raw energy source, divorced of course, hoarse voices cutting down, looked the self in mirror, say goodbye, critics kindling for fire, hiring desire, walking the high wire, Longing to ring, bringing in, singing, belonging, leaving us, win-win, believing, unusual love affair, twirling hair, carry up stare, dare to stare down fear, getting clear, resisting wistful curving straight, unravel and travel, features creatures with outreaching heart, hear art heart, Authentic ejaculation of my soul, molten orange liquid glow. Anger takes its toll. Incast the outcast, outcast the incast. Decrease the corporation, increase cooperation. Thrive on deadlines, alive in headlines. So, it's one of my poems. I have another poem called You Say Autistic, I Say Artistic. And just different poems comparing and contrasting and beyond the duality I just read what I wrote actually on the day of 9-11-2001 and even on that day I was questioning who did this to us, who did this to the United States, you know, who invaded and to this day I believe that explosives were used in all three towers and to take them down and flatten them like pancakes. Tori Amos wrote a song about it called Pancake and I recently got, uh, I, I have a tendency to get sucked into debating with people about 9-11 which is a waste of time because of cognitive dissonance and post-traumatic stress disorder. I think a lot of people that are very smart and believe in physics, yet they go along with the mainstream story that the fires took the towers down, all three towers, building seven at 5.20 p.m., etc. A lot of really smart people go along with the mainstream story, which boggles my mind. And I agree with the architects and engineers for truth. I think there's over 3,000 of architectural, structural engineers, architects, and... Um, people that know how physics work, and they all agree with me that 9-11 uh, was not investigated, they never tested for explosives, which in itself is ridiculous, and then there's financial things that happened that are very fishy and suspicious, and they took all the evidence and shipped it away on a barge to China. The whole thing is ridiculous. And on the day of 9-11, I wrote about it, and then I was, even then, because I'm not somebody who believes that revenge and bombing people and doing war, it doesn't make me feel safer any more than I think that the fact that I can, in the United States, go and buy a semi-automatic AK-47 or, or AK-15 or whatever those rapid fire, whatever the guns are called that are used in assassination uh, massacres, basically, whatever those kind of guns are, I don't feel safe knowing that I can go buy one of those. You know, I'm not thrilled that I have the freedom to go and buy one of these crazy guns, which I would never want. Um, so basically, even the day after 9-11, I was questioning the story. And even the day after 9-11, I was focused on diplomacy and what can we do to make the world a less violent place. And I was right away not 
cheering on the idea of shock and awe and attacking Iraq and Afghanistan. I never agreed with that. And some people were so traumatized and scared by the events on 9-11 that they thought that we would be safer if we bombed and attacked Iraq and Afghanistan. And so I'm just saying that maybe I'm the kind of person that can handle the idea that we were lied to because the cognitive dissonance does not affect me in the way of going along with the mainstream story. To me, it's harder because I just don't buy it. Uh, I can just feel that it's not true, and they never even tested for explosives. They were told, don't test for explosives because we know it wasn't explosives, which makes no sense because it's a crime scene, and you're supposed to investigate when there's a crime to figure out what happened to try to prevent it from ever happening again and figure out who did it, etc., and have some kind of justice. And the same country that has capitalism as part of its health care program Um, you know, and there's lots of poverty and homelessness. And then our healthcare system is directly connected to the freedom for corporations, um, to jack up prices artificially and price gouge and charge like sometimes 10 times more than other countries for various kinds of surgery and medications Um, You know, that's an example right there of the screwed upness of the USA. Um, So I was cynical to begin with. So the whole 9-11 thing, um, you know, I don't I don't go along with that. I can't. It feels like sleepwalking and I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. I know a lot of people tease me and say I need to wear tinfoil on my head and, you know, assuming that you believe all conspiracy theories or you believe no conspiracy theories. And I don't fit into that box any more than I I fit into a box of, of being a... I, I'm somebody who cares about animals and I eat meat. So I'm not a vegan, but I'm also not somebody who eats meat and eats fast food and doesn't care about my health. So I don't fit into the stereotype of a meat eater or a vegan. I don't fit into the stereotype... Uh, of somebody that believes all or nothing in terms of mainstream news versus alternative theories of major events that have happened, especially 9-11. I believe in questioning everything and staying awake and level-headed. And so I don't, I I have a little more compassion now for people that attack me when I talk about 9-11 and question the story and say, I think explosives were used and they never tested for explosives, which is totally absurd. Um, but I have more compassion because I know that the people that go along with the mainstream story that I see as very intelligent and scientific, uh, they are very traumatized and they have cognitive dissonance. That's, that's my opinion. So, but I'm entitled to my opinion, just like you're entitled to your opinion. Some people agree with me. Some people do not agree with me. Even people in my own family don't agree with me, and some people, there's people in my family who agree with me that it's probably partly a lie, 9-11, and then there's other people in my family that that believe the mainstream story, and they go along with it, and they think it's a little paranoid of me to question it. So there it is. Uh, there's people in my life that agree and disagree with me, people that I'm close to. I have a close friend who agrees with me on 9-11 being a planned demo, And then I have people that don't agree with me on that. So I'm learning that 
I'm entitled to have my own opinion, just like all the architects and engineers that agree with me on this, that it was a planned demo and that we were lied to. Um, but I'm not shocked that we were lied to. I'm not shocked by that. I'm not shocked by the reality of Vietnam and Hiroshima, the reality of Nazi Germany and the Holocaust. You know, governments and powers that be are capable of lying to people and spreading propaganda. There's definitely things going on that are not truthful. And then there's some people who do believe in paranoid ideas that are not true. So some conspiracy theories actually are accurate, and some mainstream news stories are accurate. What I'm interested in is the actual truth, not interested in uh, being told that I'm paranoid. I'm not interested in being brainwashed or manipulated by mainstream media or alternative uh, conspiracy theory media. I believe in questioning everything. Um, there's also the idea that mainstream nutritional advice sometimes makes people sicker and not healthier, and that's actually true and real. So you could say that there's propaganda spread in the nutrition, but I think a lot of doctors believe nutritional dogma that we learned in the 1950s, but that's outdated. And scientists, the ones that I admire are the trailblazers and the whistleblowers and the people that are willing to say, you know what, we used to think that carbs were good and, and saturated fat was bad, and now we realize saturated fat is actually good for you and margarine is actually bad for you and hydrogenated oil they used to think was safe to eat and now they realize it's like eating plastic and it's really bad for you. So there's all kinds of examples of, you know, it's good to question nutrition, you know, mainstream nutritional advice. Uh, there's lots of people that are being helped by not following mainstream nutritional advice. And I think that it's important in the world to be honest and true and stand up for what you believe in. And I don't want to argue with anybody, but I just wanted to share that. Uh, I recently had a bad experience on uh, social media with somebody was um, belittling me and being condescending, two different guys, and I banned and blocked them both. One was being polite about it, but very condescending and macho and bossy. And then one was being downright rude to me. So I just told him to F off. And then I uh, oh, and then he's, uh, he said mean, insulting things to me after that. It went downhill from there. So I'm sad that I lost my cool. I wish that I had said, thanks for sharing. I don't agree with you. Let's agree to disagree. So next time somebody tries to shoot me down for uh, theoretically, you know, symbolically, that tries to tell me that I shouldn't think what I'm thinking, just like a lot of architects and engineers uh, have gotten death threats or are threatened with having their, you know, fired from their jobs or having their licenses taken away. There's people like Timothy Noakes, who's a doctor, who they threatened, he was in South Africa, they threatened to take his medical license away because he told the woman that it was safe to feed her baby and nurse her baby on a low-carb, high-fat, keto, carnivore diet. Um, and he fought and won in court that he was allowed to teach the low-carb uh, way of eating because it's helped him and a lot of patients of his and people like Dr. Jason Fung and uh, Dr. Fetke from Tasmania. There's examples of lots of nutrition people that are trailblazers and kind of whistleblowers to some extent in the nutrition world and the health world about how hospitals feed people sugar and carbs, which makes them sicker. Um, and I don't know if that's really a conspiracy. I think some people just think it's no big deal 
to eat sugar and carbs if you're lying in a hospital bed, but that's the last thing you should be eating is jello and popsicles and sugar and carbohydrates that are going to keep you, you know, diabetic and obese and have all kinds of blood sugar. Now, not, not that there's anything wrong with being overweight. I'm not fat shaming for cosmetic appearance, but I'm talking about if somebody has high blood pressure and heart disease and they are told by their doctors to lose weight and then they go to the hospital and they are fed food that will help keep them overweight and help them not lose weight, then that really upsets me. So there it is. So mainstream culture is kind of screwed up. And um, I believe in, I, I was watching videos today of people who live off grid and I was admiring people that use solar power and try to find um, different ways to live instead of thinking you have to follow the herd and live in the full mainstream way. Now I rent an apartment and I have electricity and hot water and I do a lot of normal mainstream type of a things, but the way I eat is very old fashioned, like 1800 style. Uh, I eat real meat with all the fat on it. I eat butter and pork lard and pastured eggs and I eat fruits and vegetables, but I don't eat grains. And so I eat in my own kind of keto carnivore way and I intermittent fast. And so I don't really follow the herd on nutrition. Uh, and I've got my cat on a special diet of raw meat and I don't feed him any commercial pet food. Uh, I feed him, you know, health food, um, health food stuff that I get at the health food pet store. So basically I, I do alternative things and I question everything. So stay awake everyone and do whatever you think is right. Question everything. Don't let anybody push you around. If you know and you have a feeling in your heart and your soul that you're right about something or your brain and you think it's common sense, then just go with it. Don't let anybody discourage you. And people are traumatized and have post-traumatic stress disorder, especially about 9-11. The poverty in the United States is increasing. Our middle class is disappearing. Our crime rates are going up. It's kind of scary. And yet, a lot of good things are happening. Despite all of that, there are people helping each other, and there are good things in the world, and I'm doing just fine. I've got some problems, but I'm mostly doing really well. So, And I just read my journal from 18 years ago, and I'm like, wow, I'm really, um, I've come a long way, and yet I realize the reality of um, maybe the story I tell myself that I have to be alone all the time isn't true. Maybe I want to be alone. I'm still trying to figure this out. But uh, I think I've matured over the last 18 years, and I mostly am more comfortable with myself and acknowledge that I'm kind of a lonely person, and yet I'm not really happy being with other people a whole lot. I'm happier being with my cat and my houseplants, and I love working as a model with art and medical people, and there it is. So thanks for listening. Have a great day or night, and... If you have something to say, I, reckon, I recommend, like I've said before, getting this app. And I'll say something about democratic socialism is something that helps capitalism. It kind of forces capitalism. A social democracy helps capitalism be more ethical and fair when they don't allow, under a social democracy, they don't allow healthcare to be part of the capitalist for-profit system. So there's countries like Norway um, and the and the UK and France and Germany and uh, lots of European countries and Canada and Australia, um, they have, well, they also have less guns. <laughs> so less chance of being shot in those countries outside the U.S. And also if you get shot and you're lucky enough to survive, 
uh, you won't be getting a huge medical bill. So the fact that in the United States you might get a huge medical bill and have to do a fundraiser is really sad and you're, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of problems with, with capitalism that's unregulated. When corporations have the freedom, it's kind of like the government works for the corporations and not for the people. It's kind of backwards in the United States, in my opinion. The government works for the NRA. The government works, you know, for the corporations, not for the average citizen. And we have poverty increasing in the United States, which will also help trigger more crime. And I can see why wealthy people hoard their money. You know, wealthy people are afraid of being poor, uh, just like white supremacists are insecure. White people uh, with low self-esteem, even though they have white privilege, you know, I'm a white person and I know I have white privilege. And at the same time, I have kind of low self-esteem sometimes. And so I feel like, I guess I have white privilege, even though I'm a woman, Men have more privilege than me in this culture, USA, and yet I'm a white person, but I don't know what to do with my white privilege because I have kind of low self-esteem and I'm a bit insecure at times. So that's kind of sad, but I'm just acknowledging the reality of that, and I'm not going to let anybody fight with me on that. I've I've had uh, people kick me out of groups because I talk about feeling like a minority, even though I'm a white female who speaks English, I'm left-handed, I'm an only child, I have synesthesia, I'm a bit of a loner, I'm highly sensitive, I might be a little autistic. So I kind of relate to the feeling of being a bit of a minority. I don't really, like I'm not a person of color, I'm not that kind of minority, but I'm a different kind of minority. So I can relate to feeling like ostracized and like an outcast, but I don't want to be fake. So I'm not saying that for sympathy to feel sorry for me. I'm just saying, I don't know where I fit. Like, I don't want to be fake. I want to be honest. And I think that I would rather be honest and alone than be with other people if I have to be fake. Uh, I know there's a lot of great people in the world. Um, okay, just learning as I go. But I uh, hope everyone can be encouraged to be authentic and honest. And uh, my opinion is to... Be the change you want to see, make the world a better place. We can easily just sit and complain about everything going wrong in the world. And we can also build up on what's good in the world and try to counteract all the nasty stuff. I'm going to relax now. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.